Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, Again, as I say from time to time, I encourage you to share these times with other folks. Tell them about it. Pass the word, as they say. I thank you for your kind words, particularly from um, Gene and from Michael that I've heard of late, and uh, how you're sitting there sort of keeping up what's going on right now, but also going back and catching previous episodes about various things. Uh, This is our 702nd episode. (laughs) Who would have thought, right? But anyway, I thank you so much for that. We continue in Ephesians chapter 4. And in the last episode, we literally just looked at one verse, at verse 25. So let's start there to sort of set the, the smaller context, and then we'll move on. Verse 25, remember, says this. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. And we saw in the previous episode that we have a role and a responsibility to set aside and lay aside falsehood. I find it interesting that falsehood has not been removed from us. We still can operate and function. We can still lie. We can still function within falsehood, but we're not to do it. And we're to speak the truth to one another, not bludgeon one another with the truth. We'll see more about that later. But remembering that we're all members of one another. Remember that? That's the total context of this fourth chapter, how we are all one. Then in verse 26, he carries on. He's given instructions. He's given commandments. Verse 26, he says, be angry. And boy, let me just stop right there. Don't you know some people grab a hold of that? Well, the scripture says that you can be angry. Well, you know, it really does. It might be good if we read the rest of the sentence, right? Be angry and yet do not sin. Now that right there is something, you know, can you be angry and not sin? Well, obviously you can uh, Jesus did that a couple, a couple times at least, you know, that we, can, that we can say point blank that he was angry, but we know the Lord never sinned. I believe that you can be angry over something and not sin. I think too often, though, that we say, oh, I have a righteous anger. And it's really not a righteous anger. Or it might have started out as a righteous anger, but we've allowed the soulish nature to take over it. Uh, I'll give you a couple examples. I have uh, an anger when I look at uh, how certain types of people uh, behave, okay, particularly within church leadership type of thing, okay, uh, that are ungodly, things that you see that are outside of the Scripture. I have an anger when I see things that are happening politically. It's really easy for me to cross the line and to sin and to speak negatively against an individual. You have to be careful about that, right? You don't want to do that. You want to speak. You want to address the anger. And how do you do that? Well, we saw it in the previous verse. You speak the truth in love, each one to his neighbor. Now, sometimes when you speak the truth in love, other people may interpret it as anger. Well, there's nothing I can do about that. Okay? I know, particularly within political realms, when I've written some things like that, I've had people that just get very angry and very mad and accuse me of having the wrong heart related to that. And I'm not saying I'm just, I just tell them, I'm just speaking the truth. Well, they say, well, this is what you think the truth is. And well, that's absolutely correct. But if you go look at the fact of the matter, you'll find out that is the fact. So therefore, it's the truth. And they don't have an argument for that. They just start off with ad hominem attacks. You know, they attack you, the individual. So what he's saying here is this. There's going to be things which will cause you to be angry. 
but do not sin. And then the balance of the uh, the phrase right here says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Well, that's interesting. So let me read verse 27 because it completes the sentence of this verse 26 and 27. And do not give the devil an opportunity. Huh. So let me read this entire sentence. Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not give the devil an opportunity. And that is where I think that we, quite often we fail. Okay. So to be angry over something, under uh, unrighteousness, over unrighteousness, all that kind of stuff, yes, that's fine. But do not sin. And then don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't take these type of things uh, to the night bed, to the time when you're resting. Don't let these things dwell day in and day out. Can I get up the next morning and still be angry over what I see within political things, over what I see was happening with an organizational church, the, the religionist? <clears throat> Yes, but you know what? I'm not going to let it fester. That's the point right here. Don't let the sun go down in your anger. Don't let it build. Don't let it fester. Just speak the truth to it. Why? Well, I think verse 27 gives us insight into it. Do not give the devil an opportunity. An opportunity for what? Well, let's see what the other... uh, King James says, Neither give place to the devil. Hmm. The Lexham says, Nor give place to the devil. Uh, the ESV says, and give no opportunity to the devil. So apparently, being angry and hanging on to that anger, okay, gives the enemy opportunity, gives the enemy an open door into our life, gives the enemy a place. And that would be sin, no doubt, okay? So be angry, do not sin. And that's actually a quote from the Old Testament. So this is nothing new. It's being applied in this way. And so the Lord is warning us. Not only is this not good for the situation and the circumstance, this is not good for you because if you're angry, okay, and you're angry in this way, then that is going to give the enemy an opportunity. Well, an opportunity to do what? (laughs) Well, any number of things. Primary among them to enter into our lives and start speaking those words to us. Remember, that's what happened in the Garden of Eden. The the deceiver came up to uh, uh, Eve and said, did God really say so? To which she should have said, yeah, he did. She answered what God said, but then she added her own little part to it. Okay, She said, yeah, the Lord told us... Uh, uh, not to eat of this or even touch it lest we die. The Lord didn't say anything about touching, I don't think, right? She added some to it, and it gave the devil an opportunity. And out of that conversation came the rebellion. Okay, Eve was deceived. Adam sinned. Adam could have nipped it in the bud, but he didn't. He went along and bought into the deception and went with his wife. Okay, So, That's the type of thing that will give the devil an opportunity. Some of the saddest things that you'll see, if you can sort of pay attention, are particularly with uh, older folks, older folks who are uh, professed to be believers, been in churches their whole life and all this kind of thing, but that are just consumed with bitterness, bitterness over something that happened decades before, 30, 40, 
50 years before, an experience that happened to them, something that happened to them, something that they did, whatever it may be. They were angry. They were sinning. They gave the enemy opportunity, and it is still functioning within their lives. This is very, very serious, folks, and it ties back into the previous verse. What are we supposed to do? Folks, we need to lay aside all falsehoods, all lies. We need to speak the truth to each one, each one of our neighbors, each fellow believer, because we're all members of one another. Be angry, but don't sin. Do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on that anger, and do not give the devil an opportunity. If you give the devil an opportunity, he will seize it and do things that we do not want, right? Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. Uh, just a quick reminder, you can always go to my website. Uh, there's all sorts of things there, uh, uh, Bible studies. I do a daily blog. This podcast is there. It's actually an easy way to access the podcast uh, on your computer, on your tablet, uh, on your phone, whatever. It's always right at the top of the page. Uh, if you want to support this time together, thank you so much. Uh, there's a method for doing that, several methods, as a matter of fact. So anyway, I thank you so much, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.